everybody. What's up? What's up? Sorry. I was talking to my neighbor. I apologize. Hold on. Let's turn this up a little bit. Here we go. Hey, it's so, 182 out there. Um, so I got to ask, what does you were, you were just fixing an arm. What were you fixing? That's what you did. Uh, we had some gnarly bicep tendonitis and posterior rotator cuff stuff. And so we were using a massage gun in an off position to get it to loosen up. So it would numb up and get the space. And in about three minutes, um, you could really see the tissue go from like not moving very much to like just super lax and easy. Mm. I love that. That's what anyway, you do. That's what you do for the Fix arms. How's your arm? Fixed my guy's arm the other day. Yeah, your guy, Matthias. Fixed my guy's arm the other day. Yeah. So, did you have hitting with him since? I did. We actually had a good. Uh, we had a good time hitting yesterday. He um, he didn't necessarily like come back with like the aha moment, right? But he was just like, I feel like I know a lot more stuff to like work on, and I was like, awesome. Like this is great. And yeah. so it was a lot easier for us to have certain conversations, like um, getting your foot down with what Slater teaches, right? Like a get your foot down kind of guy. And sometimes when you are trying to drive the ball, you wait to put your foot down because you're trying to load up and stuff like that. So that was really positive for him to hear because we've been, we had this connection with uh, Andrew McCutcheon and Josh Harrison, right? Ryan Howard, right? And it's the idea of them all, like, they have the best follow-through on a home run where it's wham, and, like, the whole body comes through, right? Like, it's, uh -huh. it's awesome, right? And I was like, you can't do that if your foot's not down, Chief. And he was like, you're right, yeah. And I was like, you can't because, like, you're too busy trying to balance. But once you get your foot down, you have all day to turn as much as you want, right? And so we got to talking into that conversation, and – then we talked about timing, right? And like, not timing of like, when do I swing? But how do I time this turn, the turn of my backside, everything? We weren't on the hit tracks yesterday at the Rapsodo, but I wish we were. I wish, I wish we were, because he hit a couple balls that I was just like, I was like, can we get a read on that one? That, that ball was hit well. So, um, one of the benefits about facing you, he talked about, was, like, he talked about he'd never seen a slider at 81 before. He was, like, that was wild. He was, like, that's, like, a really – that was the first thing that I, I asked him. I was, like, what was it like facing John? He goes, well, he throws hard, like, his breaking stuff. It's, like, it's hard. It's very fast. I was, like, yeah, that's pretty crazy when somebody throws hard breaking stuff, right? He was, like, yeah, I'm used to seeing, like – you know, 84 to 86 fastballs, 77 on our sliders, or that's top of the food chain to him. You know what I mean? Like anything above, like the first time I caught a breaking ball that was 80 miles an hour, like I felt it in my hands. I was like, yeah, Holy, yeah that's a good breaking ball, right? Yeah. So that's a different thing. So he, it's always good to assess yourself on the food chain. It's always it's always good to understand where you are because then it, where do you go from here? Where did you come from? 
like he and I talked about, like, you remember last year when I had to give you the underload axe bat for you to hit 85 in a front toss? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, now you can just hit the ball 90 with a wood bat. Like, so him getting his butt kicked by you is actually really positive. Sorry, I was talking to Zach real quick. Oh, you're fine. But him kind of getting his butt kicked by a guy better than him was, like, really positive because now he's, like, he's realizing, like, you know, I didn't do a, a bad job facing that guy, but I definitely have a lot of work to do. Like, things sure. could have been worse. So it was like, this is good. This is good. Yeah, it was uh, – he's he's a good player, man. He's You've done a great job with him. And, you know, it's obvious that he is a little – he has a good plan. Um, I would say that he needs a lot more experience in the game. You know, I, I would recommend about a thousand more live at bats as soon as possible. You know, yeah. about a thousand. Yeah, you know, you can get that done actually relatively. You could like relatively yeah. get that done. I'm telling you, you know, if, if we start training this game a lot better than we used to, we can really change how, you know, how whole this process has been. You know what I mean? I mean, the best way to, like, understand who you are is in the game situation, right? Because that's when you're going to fall to the level of however you train, whatever. Like, the kid that I told you before, I was just looking for fastballs down the middle. Why? Well, you know, that's what I see in batting practice. And, you know, he could say the same thing about curveballs or cutters. Like, I know when the curveball's coming and the cutter's coming in. The guy's not throwing 80 miles an hour. Like, there's so many ways to unpack it where the ultimate way to get better at this game, pitcher, catcher, hitter, go. Like, that's the ultimate way at the end of it. And I would like to know what the Trouts and the Bichettes and the Griffies, I would like to know, like, did you guys do that? Like, how did you guys do the fielders, right? Like, how did you guys get them so good so fast, right? Was it, like – you knew that your son had the talent because he's your son, right? So it's just like, all right, the kid's going to be good. He's going to play ball, right? But I got to teach him how to hit off the pitcher. You know what I mean? Like, that's a different skill. I don't know. I'm, I'm just spitballing here. I love well, I, you I, There has to be something, though, because, like, you, you can see these guys that, like – I was thinking about it last night when I was in advanced BP, and, and there's a lot of kids that haven't seen – like you said, like Matias hasn't seen fast breaking balls, fast moving breaking balls. Right, things that move sharp, that that dart, right? That kind of show something and then you know change direction. The shape of it is is interesting, peculiar, right? And when you teach them how to do it, and you give them the you know the number of reps in between, where like their ability to to process that information and go into that failure mode is it's just really it's really tough for guys, right? It's very tough to face something that is moving better and faster than anything you've ever faced before. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of, of uh, what you've done with him, and he's, I think he's just – he's going to be just fine, you know. He, this is a shout-out to any kid that's watching this, right? If you get your shit together in the classroom, you're going to play anywhere you want. You literally just have to get your shit together in the classroom. That doesn't mean you have to have a 4.0, but just get it above a three, and you're going to play college baseball. And he's been kind of worried about that, right? Like, he's been like, well, I don't know if I'm, I'm good enough to play anywhere. I was like, what's your GPA? He's like, I have a 4.2. I was like, you're going to go wherever you want to go. It's just like, no scholarship or not. Like, that's going to be your thing. Like, 
you're gonna play ball. And like once that happened, like that kind of came out. Like he understands. I was like, do you play D one? That's a higher level. You got to work to be there. But you're gonna be a college baseball player. Is it your version of it? I don't know. That's up to you and how you perform, right? But you're gonna play at that level. So kind of what we talked about maybe a week ago, where it was like, like you're playing high school baseball for what? Just for fun? Then it's kind of like. It's, you should try to go to the next level because then your development, you're not going to get much better than how good you want to get to your senior year, right? But if you want to get better than that, you will have a better chance of performing at a higher level because you have a plan. You got a plan. You know what I mean? So if you're going to play college, if you're going to play high school baseball and you have a plan to play college baseball, once, like, your 95 number that you tell guys, like, I think there are certain things, again, like, can you hit a guy that throws 90? You can? You're, you're good enough to play college baseball. Like, that's right. one qualification, right? Like, but if guys don't know, they don't know. Right. Right. If you don't understand what how the game is being evaluated, like, then you don't understand what game is going on. What are you talking about? Yeah, I mean – if Texas and Oklahoma go to the SEC, I believe the SEC will succeed the NCAA and change the entire game. And they might as well be like a minor league affiliation. It's not because you can pay players. So, like, they'll oh use God, their money. The world's going to be so different. Right, right. It's going to be the best college program in the country on every sport level because, like, they have the media. They have the entire infrastructure to do it. They don't need to play anybody but themselves. So people only watch the matchups when they play each other. Right, and then maybe a Penn State or a, or you know somebody from there, but like they only want to see, they only want to see Auburn, Alabama. Let's go, Florida, Georgia. Let's go. I'm trying to see Vandy and Ole Miss in the SEC final. Everybody is like that's what people want to see. Mississippi right. State versus Vandy. Who wouldn't want to see that again right now? Right, right, right. Exactly. Hundred you know, percent. Like, and it was a great series. That's the whole point, you know. I mean, people want to see the best face the best. I'll watch the two best Olympic ping pong players for five. Minutes. I'll let you, I'll let I'll let you show me some stuff, right? I mean, that's some good action though. Right. Those guys but are. I think oh, I think that's the part that I think people miss inside of the game of baseball. It's like. levels of things that happen you know yes there are levels of things that like uh, i want to okay i want to know what is what's your thought process on and we'll, we'll use this in the terms of like live at bats right if you think a thousand live at bats is what this kid means right that we're talking about right how many at bats? Do you think it's ten thousand at bats, like the angel saying, like you need ten thousand at bats to know how to hit, right? They can't hurt. Can't hurt, right? Can't fucking hurt. Well, you know what? I, I feel like. Hold on. Let me. I just my my analytical brain just turned on. Let me go. Let me. Let's just ask a couple questions here, right? Um, who's the greatest hitter of all time to you? Tony Gwynn. Just gonna throw that one out there. It's debatable, but like he was really good when he played. Oh, think okay. Think he hit like 900 off Greg Maddox? I'm just kidding. But like he raked. Pete Rose had 14,000 at bats. Wow. 
Tony Gwynn had 9,200. I'm going to go ahead and say Pete Rose is probably the best. 14,000, dude. What did Willie Mays have? He had like a 26-year career. 10,000. Pete Rose. It's got to be Pete Rose. Took the most shots. True. That's going to be the guy that understands shooting the ball the most. He's taking the most right. shots. Well, in in this grand scheme of like when you when you look at the batting average and the OPS and all this stuff, right? Like these are numbers that make sense, right? Yeah. yeah. And that doesn't count. Those are all the performance at bats, right? right? How many at bats did he take to get to? The first big league at bat. We don't know. You know, I don't right. know. Got to read the book again. I, think dude, I just like had to get this cake out of my back. Sorry, dude. I just like. Oh, I hit, hey, me too. I got a. I deadlifted for the first time in a long time, and it. it uh, I feel. I feel very old. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta keep moving, dude. Katie the other day was introducing me to corners on uh, the cycle bike. Right? She was like, "I do this shit on a bike." So, I had a client who goes to True Fusion, right? You know, True Fusion, the A-Rod, J-Lo thing, right? Which, by the way, who knows how that works out now that they broke up, wherever that works out. But he was like, there was too much of, like, up and down on the bike. I couldn't move my feet and do the – like, it's pretty talented. Like, he's, like – I'm sure your wife does it, right? Or she's done a cycle class, right? Like, <laughs> they do some incredible stuff in a cycle class. So, I'm like – did you guys talk about this beforehand? Like, this is <laughs> like up and down. And like, she was going, yeah, you go one, two, three, four. And, and I'm like, and you're moving your legs? Like, at the same time? <laughs> like, that's incredible. Like, why are you doing this? You should be teaching people how to, like, dance and stuff like that. This yeah. is amazing. This but is, this is fight dancing. It's the new one. Dude, fight dancing. Oh, my God. Uh, so, quick, quick add-on to kind of what we're talking about. How many at-bats does Mookie Betts have? What, like 2,000, maybe? Thirty-seven hundred. Thirty-seven hundred. Okay. Now, I don't. My dad told me this today, and I don't know if this is true, but he might be tied all time for the most three home run games already. Like three home runs in a game, I believe he's tied. That's what my dad said. Okay, I don't know if that's true. Now, I would argue, and I've always said, a home run is like the ultimate hit. There's only four types of hits. You can get a single, a double, a triple, and then a home run. Like you touch every base and you score. Like, that's the best type of hit you can have, right? I don't know if Barry Bonds is the best hitter of all time. Pretty pretty close. Dude's very close, right? But, like, Mookie Betts is – he's getting the best hit he can in the game. How many at bats does Barry Bonds have? 9,800. Ah, dude! You're under 10,000, son of a bitch. Dude, but, I mean, I mean 10,000 makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? It does. Like, like he's right at 10,000. If he played another year, he gets 10,000. That's weird. You know what I mean? That was that was a weird thing right there. That's weird, right? That's you know? Super like, weird. 
she has 765 home runs and 9,000 plus at bats, right? That's, it's pretty incredible, right? So a guy that's constantly getting the result, right? Chasing the barrel, finding the bump. Like, I'm not saying home run hitters are the best ever, but I'm just saying that's like a result that like nobody would argue is a bad result, right? So a home run always plays for the most part, right? So if you're getting these results repeatedly, like maybe that guy's got the right mindset, you know, but also if you're Aaron Judge, it's easier for you to hit three home runs in a game because you're yeah. Who knows? I don't know. Just ideas, right? Who knows? Ninety-eight hundred is funny though. He's one season away, man. For sure. Yeah, I, uh, um, the most recent um, Duco, yes, Johnny Gomes hits with with our guy, and Johnny Gomes just like old school. Like he said, he was a lifer. Like he goes, I just went wherever someone paid me to hit home runs, and he said he played in every every baseball league, every professional high level that he could. He just for a couple of years, went all over the place, and you know, one of the he said that makes a lot of sense he goes when you're at bat you're trying to change the score and if you're not down with changing the score then I don't want to be around you and it's so true like we're not teaching that I don't hear that enough change the score I think we're crushing the life sorry about that we're having some technical difficulties (laughs) yeah I think it's on our side too we're having skipping in and out It's PG&E, man. All these dang fires. I think we have reached a good pausing point. I know we're not as long as we normally go. I like Oh, this is great. Uh, all right. It was like an intermission. I didn't, we weren't talking. Hey, I'm going to leave us on a, on a note of just like 10,000 hours. Find 10,000 hours, guys. That's how I'm going to leave this. Yeah. Find it. Find it. Yep, I agree. All right, man. Hey, you have a great day. Go fix more arms.